As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KCAA. Now on 1050 a.m., 102.3 FM, and 106.5 FM. What's the matter with Donald and the Trumpeteers? Why won't they stand up for American workers and business owners who make their products right here in the good old U.S. of A? Oh yeah, I know they talk a good game. Trump himself even issued a bold, star-spangled executive order promoting the purchase of, quote, American-made goods produced by American labor. We consumers respond positively to that pitch, generally preferring to buy everything from mattresses to hockey pucks that are manufactured here at home. For example, take Patriot Puck. What's not to like about this corporation, which literally wraps its hockey pucks in American flag packaging and proudly advertises that they are, quote, the only American-made hockey puck? Well, sadly, one thing not to like is that the puck seller's pitch was a lie. Its product actually turns out to be made in China. Such a deceptive sales scam is not just unethical, it's a federal crime. Saddest of all, though, is that when honest competitors and defrauded consumers protested the firm's blatant deceit, Trump's Federal Trade Commission appointees proved to be made-in-America wimps. Far from standing up for U.S. workers, they coddled the job-stealing culprit. They issued no fines, required no admission of the obvious corporate crime, didn't even make Patriot Puck notify customers of its false marketing scam, and let it keep all the profits it pocketed from the fraud. Instead, Trump's regulatory toughies insisted that the threat of future fines would keep such outlaws in check. This is Jim Hightower saying, seriously? The real crime here is that our nation's president is mocking the plight of America's manufacturing workers by making a spectacle of standing up for them, then kowtowing to corporations that flagrantly violate made-in-America laws. It's a shameful political fraud. KCAA Loma Linda, 10.50 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. You're listening to Just the Word of God with Reverend Sylvester on KCAA. Here is Reverend Sylvester. 
Harper and Sylvester. God bless you this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your presence. We pray that you touch and heal us every, from the crown of our head to the sole of our feet. Let the hearers receive your word. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Go with me to St. John chapter 11. St. John chapter 11. We also are going to be talking out of St. John chapter 8 and verse 59. We'll, we will also be talking out of St. John chapter 10 with verse 22. And we're going to look at St. John chapter 11 and we're going to start at verse 5. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed two more days in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judah again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, lately the Jews sought to stone you, and you are going there again? The Jews sought to stone you, and you are going there again? Let's go to St. John chapter 8 and verse 59 very briefly. Then they took up stones to throw at him. But Jesus hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, and so passed by. In verse 58, Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. The topic of the message this morning is I am. I am. Jesus was not just claiming to have lived before Abraham. He was claiming eternal existence. He was claiming to be God himself. This time the Jewish leaders understood that Jesus was claiming to be God. So they took up stones to stone him for blaspheming. Many times when people do not agree with you or you don't agree with them, somebody always feels that they're 100% right and you're wrong. We all error, we all make mistakes, we all not perfect. That's why the Bible says, and I'll often say it, study to so thyself approve a workman need not be ashamed. You should not be afraid to tell someone that you are a child of God and that God abides in you and you abide in him and that his word lives in you and that you trust in Jesus for everything. Sometime, though, you're running to people that know the word better than you. But that's only because you haven't studied and everybody, I feel, need to take time out, as much time as you can, to read your Bible and get a good understanding because there will always be a conversation that you can have with someone to draw them to Christ, which is our purpose. We're to go out and bring in other souls to Christ Jesus. Amen? Now, I want you to understand, let's go back to St. John chapter 10. And we're going to uh, review these reasons why they wanted to stone Jesus and what their angle was with him. And we're going to look at St. John chapter 10, and I'm going to look at verse 22. Now it was the Feast of Dedication in Jerusalem, and it was winter. And, the, and Jesus in the temple in Solomon's port. Then the Jews surrounded him, saying to him, How long do you keep? us in suspense. If you are the Christ, tell us plainly. How long 
where you go on trying to fit in with people when you know that that's not Christ-like. When you know that who you're trying to socialize with and the friends you're trying to hold on to and the company you're trying to keep is not Christ-like. The Bible says separate yourself and come from among them. But yet, you want to hang on and hang around them. There's this insecurity in you and your salvation because you still want everybody to like you, everybody to love you, and everybody to think that you haven't changed. Oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. I went to church Sunday. But you don't want nobody to know or see the change that Christ is bringing about in your life. Don't be ashamed of God. He said if you was not ashamed of him, he would not be ashamed of you. He would confess your name before his father. Don't you want God to speak of you before his father? Because if Jesus is not sitting on the right hand of the father and being the advocator for your soul, the devil's going to destroy you. Every time the devil go up and accuse you of something and go ask Jesus' permission to do something to you or to mess with you, Jesus is sitting there telling God, but that's your servant, Lord, protect him. But when you are ashamed of him, how can he not be ashamed of you? So you cannot be ashamed to let someone know that you believe God and that you're trusting in God. Don't become a stumbling block to yourself. You, you are your own stumbling block. Now here, when we're going to get into the works that Jesus has done, they had seen many things, but yet they did not want to believe. We're down to verse 25 now. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you did not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me, but you do not believe because you are not of my sheep, as I said to you. You are not of my sheep. Now, he said, my sheep know my voice and know other way they hear. If you are a believer of Christ Jesus, you will hear his word. His word is his voice that you will hear. The Bible said, come unto me, all ye that are laden and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon me, upon you, I'm sorry, and learn of me. Now, if you're one of his sheep, you have no business trying to fit in because when Christ comes into your life, there's a light that shines, a light so bright that no one can put out. The light of Christ will shine through you. They'll see a change in your attitude, a change in your attributes, a change in your smile, a change in your eyes, a glow on your face that they've never seen before. There comes about a change in your spirit. The change comes in your hands. It comes in your feet. It comes in the way you walk and the way you talk. It comes in the way that you do go about things because I've learned a long time ago, no matter what it is you're doing, if you pray and ask God, Lord, give me wisdom how to do this. You can accomplish anything. I'm so reminded so many times of Noah in the ark because only God was able to teach that man how to build an ark. Only God knew every size it needed to be, the width, the diameter, the whole nine yards, and God will teach you what you don't know in this world. He will lead and guide you in this world. 
sometimes doing little handy things around the house and places. I have to ask God now, Lord, how to do this. And it takes a few minutes, and he directs me exactly how to put it together, exactly how to mount it, exactly how to put it in. You see, you got to understand and go back and look at Noah, how God led him step by step by step. And this is the way we have to be when we're walking with Christ. We have to trust him to lead us there. God took him step by step to build the ark that would be sufficient to stand the storm for 40 days. That ark did not sink. Water didn't come in it. They survived. They lived. Food, everything they need, God showed him and told him what to do. And he put it inside of there, and they survived. Now, don't you think that everything you need to live for Christ is in Christ when Christ accepted, actually when Christ chose you because you didn't choose him. He said none could come unless he draw him. He chose you to live for him. You didn't choose him. He put it in your heart. He put it in your mind. He put it in your spirit to live for him. So anytime he chose you, he's willing to train you. But some of us are not willing to be trained. We want to be able to prophesy. We want to be able to lay hands on people. We want to speak the word of knowledge in people's lives. We want to be seen. But the Bible said, let your light shine so others may see the good work of your Father in you. Not that they see you, but see the work that Christ is doing through you. You don't get Christ's glory. He said he wouldn't give his glory to another. You don't get his glory. But you do get his training. You do get his wisdom. You do get his understanding. If you believe that you are a Christian, look around you. He made the whole world. He created. There's places in this world that you have never put your foot on. There's things in this big world you have never seen. But if you let Jesus direct your path, there is no place he won't take you. There is nothing he won't do for you. You think small, you receive small. You ask big, you receive big. That's up to you. You characterize and put yourself in categories. You do that, not Christ. And the Bible said that Jesus would make you rich and add no sorrow. Sometimes it ain't about richness, it's about favor. He can put you in the company of somebody that can take you around the world, that can put you on an airplane, a, a ship, whatever it takes, and take you around the world free of charge. God can do that. He said a cattle on a thousand hills belonged to him. He realized how many cattle that could be on a thousand hills. That could be a trillion cattle. And it belonged to him. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof and they that dwell therein. Thank God. Thank God. But you do not believe, I'm at verse 26, because you are not my sheep. And I say to you, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. They follow me. You need to follow Jesus. 
the song say, I'm leaving all to follow Jesus. I'm leaving all to bless his name. And I'm standing on his promises because he will take care of me. And I want you to know, ain't no shame in being a Christian. Ain't no shame in saying that you love God. Ain't no shame in standing up for what you believe. You got to be stern and firm when you decide to become a Christian and accept Christ. You cannot be ashamed to tell somebody Jesus loves them. You can't be afraid. You have to have boldness, holy boldness. Yeah, you're going to run into folk that say, no saying, no this, that, and the other. But all you do is plant the seed and God will take it from there. All you need to do is tell them Jesus saved and we need to go about the earth. The Bible said we should go about the earth telling people that the Lord is at hand. That's the word of God. The Lord is at hand. We're too busy trying to be a fashion show. We're too busy trying to impress folk that we're not going about our father's business the way that we should go about our father's business. But I want every one of you this morning to get yourself up and go about your father's business. I want you to spend the day telling people that Jesus saved. Don't just go sit in church. But when you come out of there and you go somewhere to eat, I want you to find somebody in the restaurant somewhere and tell them Jesus saved, Jesus healed, Jesus delivered, and let them know that Jesus loves them. If you don't say no more than that, then John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you can't do no more than that, then you let them know that. You plant the seed and God will water it. Don't let it be Sunday or whatever day as usual with you. Tell somebody about Jesus. Tell somebody how much he cares. Tell somebody about him. Be on about your father's business. Be the witness that he's chose you to be. Be the person that he's called you to be. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid. The devil is a liar. Wonderful Savior. You sit and you look at yourself. And I gave, I'm on verse 28, and I gave them eternal life. And they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. Hallelujah. Glory. Nobody's going to take you out of God's hand. Nobody can stop the blessing of the Lord upon your life but you. Nobody can hinder you but you. Because once God puts his hand on you, <clears throat> He got a lock on you. Even when you having a fit and jumping up and down and despondent and dismay, God's got a lock on you. And God is not going to leave you alone. He's not going to let you go. But he's going to shape you and mold you into what he wants you to be. You just got to hold on to him and stop trying to fit in with folk that don't like Christ and don't want to be Jesus' children and don't want to hear about Christ. You just share the word with them and then move on. Sometimes you lose friends when you're walking with Jesus. You lose people you thought was so close. You lose people you thought that, oh, they cared about you so much. But when you set your house in order and Christ abides in you and Christ abides in your home, they'll stop coming by because the Spirit of the Lord has come in. 
and he has swept the devil out of your house and out of your mind and out of your spirit. But don't you worry about that because Jesus is a company keeper. Jesus is the best friend you could ever have. Jesus is the best thing that could ever happen to you. You don't need nothing else. All you need is faith in God. You don't need a drink this morning. You don't need it. God will satisfy your soul, your mind, and your spirit. He will comfort you and let you know that everything is going to work out. Everything is going to be all right. I want you to go back to what we was talking. If you think about it, God had a left when Lazarus was sick. Lazarus wouldn't have died. Hallelujah. Glory. Jesus stayed two days in Judah. God's purpose was to glorify his son, to cause his disciples to grow. Listen to this. Immediately, rushing to Lazarus beside, bedside, and heal him, Lazarus would not have died, and Jesus would not have been able to magnify his glory by raising Lazarus. God's timing to accomplish his purpose is perfect. The disciples were skeptic in their minds for Jesus to go back to Judah would mean death. Now, if Jesus had been in a hurry, his father wouldn't have got the glory. God is not in a hurry because he's an on-time God. He may not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. He's an on-time God. And I want you to understand that the Bible said, they that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. Verse 29, and we're back in St. John chapter 10. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. Nobody can stop you and Jesus but you. Nobody can hinder you and Jesus but you. Son said, can't nobody do me like Jesus. He's my friend. Faith as big as a mustard seed say to the mountain, be moving. The mountain's got to move. You've got to know that you're in his hands. And you don't want to get out of his hand. I don't care what it seems like, how you feel. Hold to God's unchanging hand. The Bible says he the same today, tomorrow, and forever. God don't change. But we have to change because he changes us from the inside out. The Bible said cleanliness is next to godliness. When God cleaned all the mess out of your house, all the unclean spirits, he drives them away from you. He causes those unclean spirits to run away. Can't nobody bring them unclean spirits back to you but you. Because when he saved you, he steady washing you. You're still in the washing machine. You're still in the washing machine, and when he get ready, he'll rinse you. He got some fabric softener. Jesus will pull on you while you're in the rinse. And you're going to come out a smooth, sweet Christian. You ain't coming out angry and bitter. 
and cutting folks' head off and snapping and carrying on. That ain't the spirit of the Lord. But you're going to come out gentle, with love, with understanding, wisdom, and kindness. So go on through the rinse. Stop trying to get out of it. But say, God, not my will, but thy will be done. The song said, mold me and make me after thy will. Mold me and shape me. Over in Jeremiah says, the potter saw a vessel that had been broken by the wind and the rain. Which means the devil has drugged you from center to circumference. He's drugged you from pillar to post. He has made you an embarrassment to yourself. The devil has made you shame to your neighbors. You get up with your head down, you so embarrassed sometimes for folk to even see you when you think about the mess and the junk that you've done. But Jesus comes to wash all that away. That's why he said, for now there is no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. He washes you. He cleans you up. He makes you bright. He makes you shine. He makes people see you in a different light. When they see Christ in you, they don't remember your past. They don't remember the things you did. But they tell you, girl, there's something different about you. Man, what happened to you? And that's when you tell them, since Jesus came into my life, what a wonderful change has been brought in your life. He brings about a change that make people glad for you. Some say, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. People be glad for you. They'll tell you, go ahead, keep going. I'll catch up. He'll do the impossible for you. I don't care what your situation is today. I don't care what the circumstances is. Jesus is still the answer. There is no other answer. There's no other way. You won't find another way. He is the way. And the only way. Verse 30, he said, And my Father and I are one. Verse 31 in St. John chapter 10. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Look at here. Jesus answered them, Many good works I have shown you from my Father, for which of those works do you stone me? Then the Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we do not stone you, but for blaspheming, and because you have been a man making yourself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in your law, I say, you are God? A question mark. And if you, and if he called them gods, to whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken. Do you say to him whom the Father sanctified and sent into the world, you are blaspheming because I say I am the Son of God? If I do not do the work of my Father, do not believe me. But if I do, though you do not believe, believe the work that you may know and believe that the Father is in me. And I in him, and therefore they sought again to seize him, but he escaped out of their hands.
people from whence coming down here for your help coming from the Lord that made the heavens and the earth from oh glory thank you Jesus but when they got ready to stone him Jesus hid himself from him and God will hide you from your enemies your enemies won't be able to find you they'll be looking here and looking there and looking where you're supposed to be but God will stop them in their tracks and they won't be able to search you out nor to find you because the Bible says your adversary is a, of the devil is like a roaring lion roaming to and fro seeking whom he can devour and God will protect you in every situation I send the angel of the Lord to be around you and be with you the Bible said fear not my little children for it's your father's pleasure to give you the kingdom and God wants you to seek him first and seek him and he will do everything else for you oh glory thank you Jesus, don't let doubt enter your mind. Don't let negativity people hang around you and don't be with them. But keep your mind and your eyes lifted to the hills of heaven and know that help is on the way and that Jesus is standing with you and that Jesus has got you covered. Don't give up. Don't be ashamed to tell somebody about God because every time you tell somebody about God, you you begin to mature as a Christian. You begin to grow. You cause yourself to be elevated in the spirit. And we need the more of the spirit of God today. You need his spirit to walk and talk and live in you and lead and guide you. So every time you think God can't do something, think about no Because it is a true story. The ship was moved back and forth. The water never stopped coming down for 40 days. Days, but he lasted through the storm and he lived to tell the story and Jesus brought him out every time they came to Noah Noah said I'm gonna keep on working on this because I got a feeling something's coming I got a feeling I'm gonna need this boat to get alive and to stay alive so I got a feeling you're gonna need to hold on to Jesus so you can survive this storm. You see how the economy is going. You see how the president's working. Zipping things are going on to cause many poor people to suffer. But I come against every suffering spirit. I come against every pestilence spirit that will come and cause us to go down and have nothing. But I lift you up in the name of Jesus. I lift you up off the dung hill and I bring you to the mountain where you can see the light and know that there's a God in heaven and he's on your side. Say glory. Say glory. Hallelujah. Yeah. You've been listening to Just the Word of God on KCAA Radio. If you have questions or comments, you can write to Reverend Sylvester at Just the Word of God at P.O. Box 967, Highland, California, 92346, or call 909-856-0251. That's 909-856-0251. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now... 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.